Welcome to American Indian Living, a program developed by the Native Education and Health Initiative to improve and enhance the health of people throughout the Native communities. American Indian Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he's ready today to help you learn more about your health. Here's Dr. DeRose. Welcome to American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today we're tackling a question. It may seem like one that's got an easy answer, but when it comes to practicalities, it's not easy at all. The question is, can you be too old to get back in shape? Actually, this program is for you no matter how old you are, but we're especially targeting individuals, tribal elders, others who may feel their best days are behind them. To give us some real encouragement when it comes to this question is an internationally recognized fitness expert. He's an author. His name is Jamie Brankus. Jamie, it's great to have you with us. David, it is great to be here. Looking forward to it. Uh, We've got a lot of information to give out that's uh, really going to be helpful for sure. Jamie, you are not a stranger to a lot of folks who've been in the fitness uh, world for years. Uh, you've gotten quite a reputation. You've written books. Tell us, first of all, a little bit about yourself. Sure. David, I'm going to tell you, I've been living this lifestyle for uh, well, the last 56 years, and uh, I've been an athlete all my life. However, I've taken an interesting approach to uh, health and fitness where, uh, you know, everybody was Counting back in the 80s that you had to do 60 minutes here, 60 minutes there. Mm. And I came up with this solution saying, well, you know, the first thing that gets pushed aside and because of time is your health. So we did this thing called the 8-Minute Abs, and it resonated with a large audience. And we helped millions of people lose millions of inches and pounds. But in the meantime, you know, we've helped uh, plenty of individuals uh, with, I've got portion control plates. We've been on Dr. Oz. Um, we've had uh, our Swim and Fit franchises. So just the idea of helping people and doing it with integrity, I don't believe in snake oil. I believe in things that I know work, tried and true, which I think is important because there's so much out there that's confusing to people. Mm-hmm. And you look at TV and you look at ads and you like, give me a week and you're going to lose seven pounds. It's like that sets people up for disaster and, and failure. And when there's things out there that, that basically say, well, you know, you have to uh, drop complete food groups, okay, high-protein, high-protein, Next thing you know, these people are getting sick. Yeah, they right. may have lost weight, but then in the meantime, you know, they're getting sick, and that's mm-hmm. not good. So we want to do something that's going to work long-term, and that's what I've prided myself on for years. And again, being I'll be 57 in two months. Um, I live this lifestyle, and uh, you know, by being certified through the American College of Sports Medicine, it certainly gives me some credibility and validity. And so certainly I wanted to be a voice of reason out there and, and make programs that are that are conducive to people's lifestyle, and that's important to me. So, you know, it doesn't have to be where you have to go to a gym and spend hours a day in a gym. Who's got that time? Uh, David, do you? No, no, I actually, uh, I love to exercise outdoors myself. Yep, and and that's the thing. We want people to move. And, and, you know, there's an old saying, if you rest, you rust. And, And certainly when we get older, it's a little harder because what happens is we lose muscle tissue. And that's a that's a bad thing because what happens is the same amount of calories don't yield the same response in our bodies like it did when we were 20. Hmm. I mean, you can attest to that as well. You know, when we were 20, right, we would go out and, uh, you know, eat as much as we want. And next day, you know, uh, it didn't put any weight because our metabolism was way up. Well, what happens when you get older, that metabolism starts to lessen and exactly. lessen and lessen. And so the one thing that revs it up, and I'm living proof of this, 
is that you have to increase muscle. Muscle, muscle, muscle. And once you do that, it revs up the metabolism, and there you're setting up yourself for success. Jamie, I so appreciate that you're making this so practical. And you, like me, I've had this vision for years as I've worked with patients, and and I'm on the same boat as you, although I never yep. was a competitive athlete. Well, I mean, that's kind of stretching it. I mean, but not, not, in a, not in a big sense. I mean, I played competitive sports over the years. But sure. here's my point. I make a commitment to this, but as I work with patients, many of them see these huge obstacles with exercise. And so I've been giving out messages do something. I try to get, and I mean, this yeah. may seem even more extreme than the eight-minute abs that you became so well-known for, but I would tell people, just get in the habit of doing something every day, even if it's five minutes. And I told them, oh. I mean, it doesn't mean that's adequate. It doesn't mean that's optimal, but get in the habit of doing something. So we're right on the same page, trying to really help everybody see that exercise is for everyone. And we started with that question, Jamie, can you be too old to get back in shape? I got to give you some context. One of the reasons I'm interested in this, I'm thinking some folks right now are listening, maybe they're in their 20s. I said, what are these guys talking about? Too old? I mean, hey, I remember a couple that came into my office. They were probably still in their 20s. They had been elite athletes, and uh, they had both stepped away from the competitive athletic world. They were runners. And when I asked them about their exercise habits, they were doing nothing. They basically had looked at exercise as so much of a routine, so much of a discipline. They were just happy to be done with it. And yeah. so the deal is they thought they were too old, in a sense, to exercise even in their 20s. So help us Look at some of these obstacles to exercise, because I think you've already made a great case saying, look, as we get older, we're going to lose muscle mass if we don't make a conscious effort to do something to build muscle. We call it activity or exercise. How do we get over some of these roadblocks So when someone says, I'm too old, I'm not at my prime, I can't run that five-minute mile or four-and-a-half-minute mile or whatever the athlete was doing? Great question. And I don't care if you're eight years old or 88, the principles and physics stay the same. And you're right, you have to move the body and move it. But, you know, more exercise is not better. Better mm. is better. I hope that makes sense. Meaning, you know, it doesn't matter if you do 60 minutes per session one time. Or you can do smaller increments, a little here, a little there. When it comes to fitness, you know, consistency beats intensity any day of the week. Mm. Just move. And i got to tell you, the key, again, going back, resistance is the key. Rev up that metabolism. More muscle equals less fat. And it's as simple as this. You don't even have to be, you know, a gym member to do it. David, I'm going to tell you, I, I, I believe in rituals, okay? Every morning when I get up, the thing I do, and everybody can do this at home, okay? I do three exercises. It's a total body uh, movement. Push-ups on the wall, okay? If, if you're just starting out, you can do push-ups on the wall, of course. Uh, if you're more fit, you can do horizontal push-ups. I do 20 a day. Now, mm. Doesn't sound like a lot, but at the end of the month, David, it's 600 per month of upper body strength training. Mm. Then I do my legs. I do a squatting motion, and it's as simple as this. Even if you're getting up and down from a chair, hit your buns on a chair, then get up. Hit your buns on a chair, get up. Do 20 a day. That's 600 for the month. Now you're talking some great for your thighs, your hips, your buns. You're not even leaving your house. Mm. Then I do one other thing. It's modified planks. And planks, of course or for your abs, your core, and you can do it on a bench, you can do it on a table, and just put your elbows on a table and hold for one minute or as long as you can. But one minute gives us 30 minutes of 
core exercise for the whole month. That's a lot. But I'm telling you, if you just do that alone, it gets your mindset ready to do even more. And again, it's all about being consistent, and that's what we're trying to teach people. You don't have to go to a gym. You don't have to just move. And just like you were saying, just get up and do something. And, and that's the thing. And if we teach people, it's empowering, and that's what we want to do. Well, now, Jamie, uh, folks are listening. One of the challenges I'll tell you we have with radio is we can't see what you're doing. And, uh, you know, granted, I know you're not doing push-ups right now as you're doing the interview. If you are, you're amazing because I couldn't even tell that you were breathing hard. But (laughs) planks, a lot of people have heard of them, but we're talking especially to folks who may feel they're too old to exercise. I'm not sure that all my listeners know what that looks like. Can you describe it even more without uh, showing a picture? Sure, sure, sure. So what you want to do is you want to basically stand up and then lean forward. Put your elbows on a bench or a table, okay, and just hold it there. Hold it right there for 30 seconds to a minute, and that is a plank. You don't have to be fancy, but what it does, it, in, it increases the resistance to what we would be technical, the rectus abdominis, which is a sheet, which is the abdominals. And so... You build up the endurance, not only muscular strength, but muscular endurance of the abdominal section. But what we've done in those three exercises is that we work the whole entire body, your upper body, lower body, and the complete uh, ab movement. Uh, But modified planks, now, of course, if you're in more shape, you can go more horizontal. So the planks get just a little more difficult. So you build yourself into the program, work at your own pace. That way, you see, if we start out slow, you know, you want to build that excitement, you want to build that confidence, and when people get that self-esteem going, you know what, I can do this. I don't have to go to a gym and compare myself to all these bodybuilders and so forth. Then you empower people, and that's what we're trying to do. Just get up there and do something, but but again, more isn't better, better is better, and if you do resistance training, that's going to get you results, and that's what we're talking about. And again, you know, people say, well, what about cardiovascular? And yes, we certainly advocate cardiovascular, but if you had your choice, especially as you age, would you rather do cardiovascular exercises to get results or resistance? And I'm telling you, resistance by far. And and there's an old um, uh, physics equation regarding that and why it works. For every one pound of muscle that you put on your body, David, you burn anywhere between 30 and 50 calories at rest. For every one pound of fat that you have, your body only burns three calories. So you see the metabolic difference in trying to increase muscle tissue? Now, there's a caveat with that, and people are going to go, well, my goal is to lose weight. And, David, that's where it gets kind of funky, because when you're putting on muscle tissue, people are so, oh, focused and obsessed about the scale. You know, those three numbers lie, especially as you train uh, and gain muscle tissue. Because, again, just like I explained, the muscle is more dense, but it's burning 15, 16 times more calories as fat. And so I tell people, you know what? Scales lie. You know, be careful about including that in your mindset that I got to, you know, focus on those three numbers every morning. And depending on what number it is in the morning, it's either going to be a fat day or a fit day, depending on what those three numbers say. And it's sad because people can dictate their whole uh, mindset based on if, if the numbers turned out right. And you and I know that you could gain or lose three, four pounds in a day because of water fluctuation. What people are going to gain uh, four pounds uh, in one night. And, 3,500 calories equals a pound of fat. So, Mrs. Jones, are you telling me that you ate 10,000 extra calories, you know, that night? Um, Not quite. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. what has to be is that we have to focus on doing it the right way, and that means 
de-emphasizing the scale. Look at the clothes. That's your better gauge for uh, health, fitness, and strength. And that's where we got to go. No, I mean, this is such a great message. I, a lot of my patients, they're just shocked when I say, do you know how much a, a pint weighs? It weighs a pound. So you're exactly right. I mean, if, if they're a little bit dehydrated one day, they weigh in. The next day, they're better hydrated. They're doing better. They're actually healthier, if you will. Yep. Their weight's a couple of pounds heavier because they're a couple of pints better off as far as their fluid status. So I so appreciate that message. So many people, you're right. They, uh, I've seen it happen. I used to run a hospital weight loss program, and I'd see people make great progress, and they, they'd throw in the towel because they didn't get to some magic number that maybe their sister or the woman across the street weighed, and they just give up their whole program. Isn't that terrible? It it's, really it's, is. It's awful, and, and unfortunately it sets them up for disaster. And We're trying to, to de-emphasize it by saying, look, you know what? This is about a lifestyle. You're going on a lifestyle, not a diet, because a diet is short-term, and we're trying to do something long-term for you, and there's going to be days where you're not going to be as healthy as you want. And you know what you got to say? So what? It's just another day. Pick it up the next meal, the next day, the next week, and it'll all even out, and you'll see success. But, you know, people, again, with exercise is one thing, but, you know, to me, your fork and spoon are your best pieces of fitness equipment, mm. David. Um, you know, we can do plenty of damage with those uh, two weapons of mass expansion, can't we? <laughs> no, you're exactly right. I'll, I'll tell you, Jamie, you're making a lot of stuff very practical, and we have got a lot to talk about. One of the things I'm especially interested in hearing are some of the stories, because you've worked with people across the age spectrum. We want to talk about yep. that. But maybe just as uh, some closing thoughts for, for you to think about and get some of our, our listeners uh, even more engaged with this topic, I'll just share a, a personal anecdote. Mm -hmm. uh, a year and a half ago or so, we were putting together a book called 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. And mm -hmm. in it, we were researching the best exercises for blood pressure. I've always been kind of a cardio guy. I mean, that's really yeah. been a lot of my focus over the years. But as I looked at the data, I was really surprised because there is very compelling data that resistance exercise, even like grip strength exercise, can dramatically lower blood pressure. So you've definitely got my ear. We want to hear more about the best types of exercise, and we want to hear some stories. You're not going away, are you, Jamie? Hey, no, I'm right here with you and can't wait. Okay, you're listening to Jamie Brankus. I'm Dr. David DeRose with American Indian Living. We've got a lot more great stuff on today's program, stories that will draw you in. You don't want to miss where we're going in the next segment of American Indian Living. And if you want more from Jamie, we'll start the hour out with giving you some contact information, where you can uh, connect with him, get some of his great resources. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more on American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. This is Betty White. I know you don't need one more thing to worry about, but listen. High blood pressure can cause kidney damage, blindness, heart attack, stroke. And you can have high blood pressure even if you feel all right. One in seven adults has it, but it's easy to get your blood pressure checked, and you can treat it if it is too high. So don't worry about it. Don't ignore it. Just see your doctor and check it out. For your free booklet, visit the Will Rogers Institute at wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. 
Emergency medical unit, respond to 102 Maple Avenue, possible stroke victim. When stroke occurs, you have 60 minutes to win or lose the race of your life. There are new treatments, but you must get to a hospital fast. If you suddenly feel weakness on one side, have trouble speaking, walking, or seeing, it could be a stroke. Call 911. Get to a hospital. Because how you spend the next 60 minutes could determine how you spend the rest of your life. Stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. A message from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders in Stroke. If you receive disability benefits, keeping Social Security informed is key. Keeping us informed minimizes the chance that we learn about something later that could negatively affect your benefits. That's the surprise no one wants because it creates overpayments that you must repay, disrupts payments, and can even jeopardize your entitlement to Social Security benefits. Learn more about reporting responsibilities for people working and receiving disability or SSI benefits by reading our online publications, Working While Disabled, How We Can Help, and How Work Affects Your Benefits at www.socialsecurity.gov pubs. Some changes can be reported online at www.socialsecurity.gov. You can also notify us at 1-800-772-1213 or contact your local Social Security office. Our goal at Social Security is to pay you the right amount on time every month. With your cooperation to keep us informed of changes, the likelihood of any unpleasant surprises that could derail your benefits will be greatly minimized. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to American Indian Living. Dr. David DeRose here. We're asking a question, and it's a question that could be asked if you're 15 or if you're 50. If you're in your 90s, can you be too old to get back in shape. You say, well, since you're asking it on the show and we've been with you from the beginning of the hour, we know the answer. Well, Jamie knows the answer. Jamie Brank is my guest. He's internationally recognized fitness trainer. Some of you have known him for years because of the fame he got in the fitness industry with his eight-minute abs video series back in the 90s. Uh, Jamie's been around for quite a while, but he is keeping young by exercising, and you're engaging with other people who do it. Jamie, you promised us some stories as we came back, but I promised our listeners ways to get in touch with you first. So before the stories, how does someone get more information about the kind of work you're doing and the books that you're putting out? Oh, great, David. Yes, it's very simple. It's exercisewithjamie.com, uh, and that's uh, actually the, the spelling is J-A-I-M-E. So it's exercisewithjamie.com, and there's some really good stuff there, and you know, we're very content-oriented, and uh, it's it's all the same stuff that we're talking about, and uh, just doing it in a way that's realistic, and mm-hmm. so there's no hokey-pokey snake oil. I don't believe in that. It's very tried and true, and uh, and it's only eight minutes. I think that's the key, and, wow. and, you know, we're saying to people, geez, you know, it's okay if you can, you know, spend more time than just eight minutes if you want. That's great, but at least get something going, and that way, maybe the next session is 60 minutes, or then 24, mm-hmm. and then 32. But you've got to get somehow engage somebody so that they're doing something. Because right now, most people do nothing. And that's what we need to do. We need to get them up. And just, I think, they're, they're so inundated with all the stuff that's on TV and the Internet. And they think that they have to be, you know, uh, jumping up and down and doing crazy movements and stuff. And, you know, you just don't. If you do it the right way, it works 100% of the time. Even if you failed in the past, this stuff works. 
Jamie, it's interesting as you're talking about how practical this is because I know people are thinking, well, this is not for me. But you've had personal experience with someone, a family actually, that I heard mentioned not all that long ago. I was at a conference, speaker, uh, talking about uh, fitness, health, and he brings up the name of someone who was quite old and very fit into his 90s. The name that came up was Jack LaLanne. I think many Americans immediately relate to Jack. Now, what a lot of people don't know is that you, Jamie, have a personal relationship with that family. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, David, it's great. In fact, I met Jack when he was 92, and I have to tell you, it was in Chicago, and uh, Denise Austin, who's a fitness pro, introduced us, and uh, she said, uh, hey, Jack, I want you to uh, – here's uh, the eight-minute abs guy, Jamie Brankus. He goes, so he puts me in a headlock, okay, and gives me a, a, a nuggie, right, those nuggies, right? So he's, here he is, you know, he's, you know, getting, you know, smaller at that point, so he's probably five foot two, and I'm no giant, David, I can tell you that. But here's a 96-year-old guy, and, uh, you know, or 92 at that time, and giving me a, a nuggie, and Elaine's laughing. And he goes, that's what's wrong with you guys. You only think there's one body part. And uh, it was just great. And it was an idol uh, of mine. And uh, he set, the, he set the, uh, the precedent as far as being active. And then um, all of a sudden, about four months ago, I reached out to Elaine, uh, her, his wife, who is 92 present time. And I said, Elaine, let's, let's work on Jack's legacy. Let's not let this, this die. Let's, mm. let's keep this going. Let's write a book. And we'll focus on people that are, you know, a little older, but, but the idea is the same. And so we're 85 to almost 90% finished. We'll be uh, launching the book in the spring of this year, and she's great. I will tell you this. Here's a person that lives a lifestyle all these years, and she's got some great stories with Jack, and uh, they, he's got so many sayings that we're including in the book, so we're resurrecting that image, if you will. And uh, it's really exciting, and, and to be a part of that, uh, I'm honored, number one. But we got our work cut out for us, David, no question about it. The stats are overwhelming against people who are not in shape, and it's really an epidemic format. Uh, you know, they, they did a study uh, about diabetes, and um, if your child was born in the year 2000, if they're African-American, there's a one in two chance. In fact, African-American and Hispanic, one in two chances that the, that the child's going to get diabetes in their lifetime. Um, a Caucasian, one in three chance. And, you know, we've never seen that in our life. And so that's an epidemic. And it is based, without a doubt, on lifestyle. And that's where we have to do something here because we have a problem in our society. You know, you get all these different um, organizations that, you know, especially the food organizations and companies that are constantly bombarding people with, you know, their foods. And most likely, again, it's not as healthy as you'd like. And we got to go back to, to doing, you know, things that we know work. And we eat too much food. We've got portion distortion out there, right? I know this, and you do too, that you can't out-train a poor diet mm. or, or certainly one that's, that's high in calories. So we have to make it simple. And I, I do this in my programs, and I have to tell you, it works. One of the things that we have, and I always tell people, we've got portion distortion, right? I like that term. I hadn't heard it before, but I like it. Yes. What do we do? Okay, well, the proteins fit in the palm of your hand, okay? And I tell people, just use your hand as the gauge. So your proteins fit in the palm. That's three to four ounces, okay? Now, when's the last time you went to a steak restaurant and they gave you a steak that was only three to four ounces, David? Well, you know, I'm going to confess something. I am a vegetarian. So, oh, well, there you go. Um, I stay away from those steak restaurants. But many of my <laughs> listeners in Indian country, they, they do, uh, you know, like their wild game historically. 
And uh, some of them do find their way, like many Americans, in those steak restaurants. And I've gathered that it's difficult to find a small portion. Is that still true? There's no doubt that we've got a problem out there. Because let's face it, when you start looking at the portions, and we'll look at this as a, even an Italian restaurant, the starches should be the size of your fist. Okay, the size of your fist. When's the last time you went to an Italian restaurant and they gave you pasta that was only the size of your fist? And so we get up and walk out. And so that's, you know, we want to bang for our buck these days, but it's getting us in trouble. Mm. And so we're saying, you know, we've got to make sure we're doing this right and look at your plate and say, okay, we can divide this up the right way. The proteins sit in the palm of our hands. The vegetables are a handful of vegetables. The starches, like your pastas, your rice, your potatoes, the size of your fist, and your fats, the size of your thumb. And if you do that, I can tell you that you're on the right path as far as portion control. And that's the key. And so if we do this the right way, it works. And notice we're not saying cut out complete food groups. We're not saying, mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. no more bread, no more pasta. No, that's not the case. You have the foods you like, but you have to do it smart. And, and here's what happens. The, the restaurants know the game. They know that people want a bang for their buck. Right. And so value. So they can give rice plentiful, bread or pasta, because it's cheap. And so they know people will come back because the portions are big. And studies have shown that if it's on your plate, you're more apt to eat it. Mm -hmm. And believe me, if you don't expend it, you will convert it to body fat. And guess what? You're going to put on weight. And that's, that's it. So you have to understand the physics behind all this. And if you do it right, it works 100% of the time. And if you let it go, and especially, again, as we age, then we know that it's going to catch up. So that's why you have to increase muscle tissue. Jamie, I'll tell you, I think what you're sharing is, is resonating with my listeners. And I know you've mentioned some statistics about diabetes. We don't need to remind folks in Indian country just what a scourge diabetes is in Indian country as well. I mean, Native Americans yeah. are not exempt. And in some populations, as many as half or more of the adult population, uh, you know, into their 30s and beyond with diabetes in Indian country. So you're exactly right. When we start talking diabetes, the research is all focusing on three big things. If you're going to look at three big areas to address, it's weight, it's inactivity, and it's diet. And you're basically hitting on all those uh, those big three. There's no secrets, right, Dan? No, it's, it's, it. it's pretty straightforward to conceptualize it. In fact, I was just last week in a tribal health clinic. I was speaking with some of the professionals there, and we were talking about what we can do with lifestyle to address diabetes. And I was actually making a case in that context that really when we're talking about the leading killer when it comes to diabetes, which is heart disease, yeah. Some people in Indian country and anywhere, they're kind of tuning the messages out. They're saying, and I've got this happening with my patients. It doesn't matter whether they're Native, whether they're Caucasian, African-American. They tell me, you know, I've heard all that before. I'll, I'll say, well, I'd like you to see the dietician. Your blood sugar's, you know, really out of control. Well, I, I've, I've been there. I, I've done all that. I, I know what I need to do. So a lot of people are becoming... It almost seems like fatigue. They said, well, we've heard all this. Oh, we're listening to Jamie. Oh, oh, we know all that. We know all this stuff. We've heard it all before. But what you and I are trying to say is let's stop just talking about concepts. Let's just stop listening and saying, what am I going to do? So I want to make a challenge right now as we're doing this show to all the listeners, everybody tuning in right now. You're listening to Jamie Brankus. Jamie, internationally recognized fitness expert. You say, well, I've heard a lot of this stuff before. 
I don't care how many times you've heard it. What I want to challenge you to do is what are you going to do differently as a result of having listened to this show today? As Jamie's talking, are you saying, hey, I could take a few minutes and do some uh, push-ups against the wall. I could do some squats just by getting in and out of my chair. Jamie, what do you think? Do you think just listening to the show today, someone could actually make some decisions that would make their life better? Well, David, absolutely. And, and again, we're just talking about lifestyle. And again, the idea of looking at what are your goals. And if your goal is to get in the best shape of your life, you know, it's, it's not just a wish. Everybody thinks, you know, I don't have any willpower. No, you know what? It's not about willpower. It's about want power. Do you want more health? Do you want more vitality? Do you want to be healthy so you can see your kids graduate from high school? And so that's what we talk about. It has to be want. What is your why, right? What is the reason and the objective why you're doing something? Because we know if you do nothing, it's going to be disastrous. Jamie, you've got us all listening, and we're going to come back. We're going to make it even more practical. Jamie's going to be sharing more stories. People who've turned their life around, getting inspired to grab hold, to make some simple changes. There are going to be things that you can do as well. We'll be back with more from Jamie Brinkus. I'm Dr. DeRose. Don't go away. Stay tuned. We will be right back. American Indian Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre-recorded broadcast, please call one 800 775 hope that's 1-800-775-4673 so you want to be a hero here are some ways to get the job hunt down that killer shark or run into a burning house to save a kitten luckily there's an easier way to become a hero call 911 if you see someone experiencing the symptoms of stroke sudden weakness on one side or trouble speaking walking or seeing stroke know the signs Act in time. You'll be a real hero. A message from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke. Can you guess what's going on here? It's kids getting fit. Studies show that children and teens who get at least 60 minutes of physical activity a day reduce the risk of obesity, heart disease, anxiety, and increase their overall mood. So whether it's around your neighborhood or at school, just get out and play. For your free booklet, visit WRInstitute.org. Or call toll-free 877-957-7575 and find us on Facebook and Twitter. The Will Rogers Institute, since 1936. My name is Tom Thornton. And my name is Cindy Thornton. We're retired, and this is how we live united. We decided to volunteer with United Way at our community free health clinic. United Way is how we contribute. Because we know our time and money are going to the right places. Judging by the thank yous we get at the clinic, I'd say we're doing the right thing with our retirement, too. We're Tom and Cindy Thornton. We volunteer at our community free health clinic. We don't just wear the shirt. We live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Diabetes affects more than 29 million Americans. If left untreated, diabetes can lead to serious health problems such as heart disease, stroke, blindness, and kidney disease. Your family's health history can be an important factor in determining your risk of developing diabetes. The National Diabetes Education Program wants to help you and your family. Do all you can to prevent or delay the onset of type 2 diabetes. Visit yourdiabetesinfo.org to learn more. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. 
Here again is Dr. DeRose. You're back for the second half of today's edition of American Indian Living. Dr. David DeRose with Jamie Brankus. If you're just joining us, Jamie is someone who's been in the exercise world for a number of decades, still keeping young as a fitness coach for Evergreen Wellness. He's an internationally acclaimed author. He's the one who developed the 8-Minute Abs video series. You might remember that from back in the 90s, still uh, being used today, I'm sure, by many people. Jamie, we have been talking about challenging people to do something, and I I was thinking over the break, I didn't tell this to you, but boy, you and I should have gotten our act together. I mentioned earlier in the show, we came out with a book, 30 Days to Natural Blood Pressure Control. You've been looking at interventions about that length. Tell us about what's on your website that just happens to be about 30 days in length. David, I can tell you, I think the idea of of that amount of time, and there has to be a distinct amount of time because they like systems. People Mm -hmm. like to follow systems. And if you tell somebody that it's going to happen overnight, eh, they don't believe you. But if you say it's going to take six months, well, then guess what? You might lose them. So <laughs> we thought, just like I think you did, that the idea of a month, if you can just give me a month and engage yourself in that month about eating healthy, about exercising a little, about thinking patterns. In fact, there's an old saying that I have here that lean people lead lean lives. And it's hmm. their habits which make them lean. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about cooking and eating and shopping and fitness, but even more importantly, David, thinking habits. And that's the most powerful shaper of the human body is thinking. And so we tell people, you know what, we're going to change the way you look at exercise. So we're going to redefine the purpose of exercise. Again, you're not going to spend hours a day at a gym because that's daunting. It's overwhelming mm-hmm. it's because people are looking at their schedule going, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to do this. So we give them eight minutes there, and you can build on that, okay? That's a good thing. But we give menus and recipes and behavior modification lessons that allow people to live their life and change their lifestyle without disrupting it. So there's an art form in that because you can't tell people if they're going to change 360 degrees and turn their life upside down, it just won't work. Mm. Nobody likes to change like that. But I will tell you this. I worked with a gentleman. His name was Kevin here in Cleveland. David, he came to me at 400 plus pounds. Wow. Okay? He was desperate. He was so down on himself. Confidence was at ground zero. He basically came into my studio and said, if I don't do something right now, I've got four kids, I'm going to be dead. Wow. And so that pain, that pain was the, was the impetus for him to change. And so we worked on saying, you know, Kevin, this is what's going to happen. You know, you're used to eating two pizzas a night, okay? We're going to have you eat pizza, but guess what? It's going to be two or three slices, Hmm. and you're going to fill up on vegetables, and you're going to write down everything you eat, okay? Because there's an old saying, if you you nibble it, scribble it, David. Hmm. Journal, that Hmm. really helps identify your patterns, and people will respond to that, especially for a week. Even if you did it for a week, write down what you eat. You'll see patterns in your lifestyle. And so at that point, we can dictate how you weave in and out of your own lifestyle based on what you like, but not changing it 360 degrees. And so, you know, if we do it this way, and and Kevin was a perfect example, I said, look, you don't have to be perfect. We want to focus on progress, not perfection. There's going to be days where you're not as healthy as you want, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Don't slip up because a diet mentality would have said, oh, boy, I blew it. I might as well eat the whole pizza again. No. 
that's okay. You're going to have those days. But I tell people, follow the 80-20 rule. And David, simple as this. With everything you eat, say to yourself, will this get me closer to my goal or further away? Mm. And if you can stay closer 80% of the time, you'll be lean. And, and I'm going to tell you, that means, you know, 20% of the time or, or, you know, a few times during the week, you can eat what you want and you'll still succeed. And you didn't deprive yourself because deprivation is a sure way for failure. And we worked with Kevin for about a year and a half. He ended up losing close to 160 pounds. Wow, 160 pounds. Correct. Crazy. Correct. So he got down into a, a weight that his doctor couldn't believe it. His A1Cs went down. They were, I think, at 14. Wow. We ended up uh, getting down to 7. Excellent. Often uh, blood pressure uh, medicine. But here's a sad state. So he ended up losing the weight, keeping it from returning, wanted to be a trainer because he was so excited about his body. Mm-hmm. Then life happens, and he lost his job. He was thrown in a, uh, a tizzy. Next thing you know, he gained 30 pounds and 40, 50. He still kept at least 100 and some pounds off, mm-hmm. but he knows what got him there, and he mm-hmm. knows what has to work again. And that means getting out and journaling your food for at least a week to two, that means that, you know, you don't have to spend hours a day in a gym. That means, you know, you have to give yourself daily victories. You know, failure is an impossibility when you have these daily victories. And these little things that you can change today will change your life without turning your life upside down. And these are just little things. And just like, like your listeners right now, if they're used to eating, say, 1,800 calories for the day, even if they lessen to 200 calories less a day, you know what? That'll make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And just little things like that. And so we're not saying you've got to go 360. We're not saying you have to eat uh, celery sticks and carrot sticks the rest of your life. But make it practical. And don't worry about the number on the scale. It's about the size. And so, you know, we try to de-emphasize all that. And, and I can tell you, my programs excite people. They ignite them. They engage them. And they empower people. I always prided myself and this is what Elaine, Elaine and I have been talking about, is that our program is a real people for real people who've got real schedules and mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. jobs and real families, but they still want real results. Right. So, you know, let's get real out there. And that's what we're talking about. You know, if you do it the right way, it stays off forever. You know, what I so appreciate about your way of teaching, Jamie, is you've got a lot of these succinct ways of putting things that really drive them home. I mean, I love that idea, if you nibble it, scribble it. And it it may not be original with you, but hey, I hadn't heard it before. And I think it's a great message because we know whenever someone starts paying more attention to what they're doing, they actually change their behavior. I used to teach in a college setting, and one of the classes I taught was nutrition. And so I'd have my college students do a diary They're going to analyze what they're eating. It didn't matter what they ate like. They all ate better when they were recording their their dietary practices. So just doing it. I mean, not only do you gain insights, but when you've got to write it down, it puts you in a better position to do just what you were saying. Change those thinking habits and saying, hey, is this particular choice moving me closer to my goal or further away, I love that concept. 80% of the time in your experience, if people are doing that, they are going to have success, aren't they? Yes, and, and David, it doesn't mean you have to be perfect. And it's like, okay, now I don't have to be perfect because when you go on a diet, instead of going on a lifestyle, basically the diet says you've got to follow this to the T. And what we were just saying, life 
happens. And things happen where, you know what, maybe you can't eat the healthiest foods for that day or week. It's okay. Get right back to the program. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we're trying to do. And uh, I just tell people, and, I, and the, the reason why the Food Journal works, and I think you know this as well, is that it's an accountability factor. And right. just that alone, you're increasing the level of awareness, and that's why that works. And, uh, you know, I, so I'm full, um, 100% proponent of that. I can tell you that you know, just based on our clients here, it works. And you don't have to do it for months at a time. But if you get back and you see that your weight's starting to creep up again, go back to the journal because there's creepy calories coming in somehow. Mm-hmm. And we know that because, you know, uh, this is a physics equation. It's calories in, calories out, guys. Don't let anybody fool you. And so we need to fuel our bodies, not fool our bodies. And uh, so we know what works. David, as simple as this, because people say, well, what are you doing here? You know, we are living our lives, and uh, you're telling us to go on a diet, this, that. No, I'm not. Okay? But eat clean, lean, and green. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just go over those real quick. Clean, meaning basically moderate the empty calories, the cookies, the candies, the sweets, mm-hmm. because those are just empty calories, not high-quality food at all. Green, any vegetable, because it fills you up, not out. The mm-hmm. lean portion is protein. Of course, you being a vegetarian, you still get your protein, right? Sure, of course. Of course. And so if it's, if it's chicken, it's fish, it's turkey, it's beef, but guess what? It's not 12, 15 ounces, people. It's 3 to 4 ounces. Your body can only assimilate so much protein. So again, the rest is stored as fat if you don't expend it. So it all comes down to portions and the idea of this energy balance. And if you take in more calories than you expend, you're going to gain weight. Simple as that. And I can tell you, uh, listeners, what you eat in private, eventually you'll wear in public. Okay. Okay. Hey, Jamie, we've been talking about one-month programs, and my listeners have heard me mention, as I've mentioned again on the show, the 30 days to natural blood pressure control that we do. But as I led into the segment, I know it was in the back of my mind, it's you've got a 28-day program and we'll talk about that in just a moment. I said, boy, you know, if we had just gotten our act together, we could have compromised. It could have been a 29-day program. That's right. That's but, right. But that the, works. the 28-day program that you've got, can you access it on your website? How does this uh, all work? Tell us about it. Yeah, actually, um, it's called the 28-Day Size Down. And, and it's a series, like I said, of, of exercise videos. It's recipes. It's menus. It's lessons on behavior modifications. So you're learning as you go along. And we're saying we just want to empower people because given, as you know, 28 days, 30 days, whatever it might be, if you engage somebody for that length, now they can see, you know, I can do this. I can stick with this. Mm -hmm. This is not turning my life upside down, but I'm starting to feel better. I'm starting to look a little better, and this could work. And so that way, because there's a lot of programs out there that tell you you have to do this crazy amount of exercise and jump around for hours at a time, and yes, that'll work, but my experiences, who's got that time, including myself. So, you know, we want to be smart about it, and in that way we do it the right way. And again, the eight-minute aspect is just the idea of getting them moving first. But boy, if you can do that, and if you want to do more in 16 minutes or 24, that's great. But we just got to get them moving somehow. And the biggest factor why people don't move is time. Mm -hmm. David, think Mm -hmm. about it. We all have hurried, hectic lifestyles. The first thing that gets pushed aside is our idea of physical activity. So we're giving that excuse and putting it behind us. And so that's what that 28-day size down does, and it de-emphasizes the scale, which I think is extremely important 
So we're teaching as we go along, and that's the biggest reason why it works. So I know you have a lot of free content on the website. You've also got some things that people can purchase. Give us the websites that people need to have in mind if they want to take advantage of some of your resources. Well, that's great, David. It's exercisewithjamie.com, and that's J-A-I-M-E. But you can spell J-A-M-I-E, and it'll still get there. So, but, uh, but that shows you, uh, you know, years and years of tried-and-true programming, and we've helped millions of people lose millions of inches and pounds by doing it the right way. You know, I don't believe in selling concoctions or pills. I, I believe in eating, and I think people love to eat, and we're just telling them, you know what, it's okay. But let's do it in the right amount and then burn it off on the other end, but do it in a way that it, it's realistic. And so it's a real program for real people who certainly want real results. These are great messages, Jamie. We're talking to Jamie Brankus. Jamie has been sharing with us real-life experience, real-life stories. And if you thought you were too far gone, I love that story about Kevin. Lost 160 pounds by doing simple things that can make a difference. We're going to close it all out in our final segment. Jamie's got some more great information, another great story. I think you'll find it compelling if you are still lacking motivation to say, hey, great show. I don't want to just tell my friends that American Indian Living really was tremendous today, this week. I want to actually make some changes myself. We're going to give you some more tools as well. I'm Dr. David DeRose. We're back with our final segment coming up right after this. Stay tuned for more. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we provide more than $150 billion each year in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about money for college at studentaid.gov. Diabetes is a serious disease that runs in families. If your parents or siblings have type 2 diabetes, you have a greater chance of getting the disease. If you're African American, Hispanic, or Latino, American Indian, Alaska Native, Asian American, Native Hawaiian, or Pacific Islander, you also have a higher chance of developing the disease. The National Diabetes Education Program wants to help you understand your risk. Visit the NDEP website at yourdiabetesinfo.org for diabetes prevention tools, including the Family Health History Quiz. It started off as a normal day. I felt fine when I arrived at the plant. Ruth Junius's life was about to change. Then I dropped my keys. They kept slipping out of my hand. My arm felt numb. A co-worker asked me if I was okay, and I couldn't speak. I started to get scared. Ruth was having a stroke. People around her weren't sure what to do. They thought I should go home or lie down, but I knew something was very wrong. I wrote 911 on a piece of paper with my other hand, and someone called for me. Because everyone acted quickly, doctors at the hospital were able to give Ruth treatment that started to reverse the symptoms. Within a few minutes, I was talking again. I didn't know a thing about stroke before I had one. Now I make sure that my friends and family know all the signs of stroke so they'll get help fast if they need it. No stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. Call 1-800-352-9424 for more information. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health. 
You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome to the final segment of today's edition of American Indian Living. We've been talking this hour with Jamie Brankus. Jamie is an internationally recognized wellness and fitness expert. He is a fitness coach currently for Evergreen Wellness. He's been known by his books, by his program, The 8-Minute Abs, and he's been trying to help you, if you've been with us for the last 45 minutes, to really connect with simple things that can make a difference, just getting eight minutes of exercise a day, just uh, keeping a log of your dietary habits for a month, catching some of these simple concepts. Jamie, one of them I love, one of these simple concepts, I love this uh, this idea, failure is an impossibility when you have daily victories. That's what you're all about, isn't it? It's just these little minor things that you can do every day that will increase your chances for success. And, and they could be as simple as, as uh, you know, going from whole milk to 1% milk. It could be as simple as, um, uh, again, you know, instead of having two two sodas a day, down to one. Uh, it could be as simple as, you know, having, uh, you know, two chicken breasts down to one, but then filling up on the, on the vegetables. And so, you know, just these little things that, again, we're not saying that you have to deprive yourself, and that's why it works. I truly believe that because I've had so many people that gone through our programs in the past, and, and I tell people, you know, this is not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. And, David, I can't press that fact. It's funny, we had a, um, a lady that was part of our clientele here in Cleveland. She was 67 years old, and I loved her. She's a great lady. And she came to me because the doctor said, you know what, you're at 11.6 or 7 on your A1C level. You're type 2 diabetic. If you don't change your lifestyle right now, because she was not exercising, she Mm -hmm. was um, basically eating a lot of carbohydrate foods. Mm -hmm. So we ended up having her to work with a registered dietitian. We got her in the gym, and we worked with her strength training. And, and David, it's crazy, but within seven or eight months, I can't remember, but she went down from 11 down to 6, which was A1C levels. If anybody knows if they have type 2 diabetes, they know that that's a very, very successful uh, loss there. And, and that way, they've got normal blood sugars. And they took her off medicine, and she has kept it from returning because she still continues to do resistance training. And that's important, especially for diabetics. Okay, and it doesn't again doesn't have to be where you're spending hours a day in a gym. You could use mom's tomato paste and just bring that over your shoulder a couple times and uh, bicep curls. You know, it doesn't matter. Whatever your your body's stressor load is and overload, and that you'll get the muscle tissue to increase or hypertrophy. Uh, perfect example. Everybody who's seen a person that has had a broken bone, right? And they right, you see, they have a cast on, and then what happens when they they break the cast off and all of a sudden. Their arm is atrophied. Exactly, right? shriveled so up. When they if start you will. moving again, right? And and what happens is the muscle hypertrophies. It grows again, mm-hmm. and that's exactly the same principles that we're talking about. We want to be in a state of hypertrophy. In layman's terms, that means put on more muscle tissue. And so we can see that the body will react appropriately, and that's so so important. So make no, <clears throat> make no mistakes. If you've been on a diet, those programs failed you. You didn't fail the program. And that's extremely important to know. Any program that's going to uh, insist that you cut out complete food groups, not right. That's not realistic, and that's not what we do. That That's an extremely important part of this. And, you know, success in life isn't about a matter of inches or pounds. It's when you start taking the first steps towards a reachable goal, and if your 
best shape of your life, then I can help you. But other than that, even if it's not me, the bottom line is keep focused on some of these principles. Portion control, very important. Mm -hmm. Lean muscle tissue, extremely important. Not having a diet mentality, extremely important. Knowing that you are going to have days where you're going to eat not as healthy as you want. Who cares? Just move on, pick it up the next day. Those are the types of things. And you will never fail unless you stop trying. So don't worry if you failed in the past. It's okay. That's all right. Just pick it up and you will succeed. Guaranteed. I love that you will never fail unless you stop trying. You know, it reminds me of a patient, uh, and I may have shared the story on air before, but it, as you're telling me uh, about some of these patients, I, I can't help but think of this uh, particular patient I had with diabetes. You know, you mentioned this amazing change in a 67-year-old woman. For those of our listeners who aren't familiar with hemoglobin A1C, numbers up in you know eleven. These are off the charts. You know, blood sugars, you know, way out of control. A, a hemoglobin A1C of six. If someone walked in, they asked me, "Do I have diabetes?" and I checked their hemoglobin A1C and it's six, I'm going to say you don't even meet the criteria for diabetes. So you're telling us the story of someone who, in seven or eight months, totally normalized their blood sugar. But here's where I'm going with all this, Jamie. You mentioned you don't tell people to give up any whole food groups. You're not telling them to leave out these things. You're saying make some simple changes, start moving in the right direction. I think of a guy, and I, I want to make this point partly because I know you don't believe that soft drinks are a food group. Right. So this particular fellow, he, and it wasn't because I told him anything. I don't know where he got this in his mind, but he said, I'm just going to leave off my soft drinks. And he did make a clean break with him. But when he came back to me, I mean, the guy had lost like 60 pounds. I mean, he was a big guy. But the point was, it was just one behavior. He hadn't changed the rest of his lifestyle dramatically, but he had just focused on that one thing that he was going to choose healthier beverages. And I think it just illustrates what you're saying. You know, whether someone does say, hey, I'm making a clean break with something, it's not necessary for everyone to do that. But if someone says, hey, I'm going to throw out the ice cream because I'm eating three half gallons a day, um, right. that might be significant, right? Completely. And, and see, it was all calorie uh, control. So yeah, by cutting out you know, 140 calories a day, you do the math. And uh, so they're, right alone, that alone is, is set them up for success. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I think what happens, David, is that that light bulb goes off going, you know, I can do this. Mm -hmm. It empowers them. Mm -hmm. And that's extremely important to propel them for success. Because, you know, some of these people, you know, low self-image, low self-esteem, self-confidence. But we need to empower them, and that's why you have to go slow and do things the right way. And, and I tell people, you know, good health isn't about chance. It's about choice. You mm -hmm. have a choice every day to see what goes in your mouth and how much, okay? You have a choice to get your sneakers out and just move, okay? And so that's extremely important, and depending on your why, you know, what is your why? You know, I'm here because my dad died of a heart attack at age 45, and I don't want my kids growing up without a father like mm -hmm. I did. Maybe that's the impetus for somebody's success. You know, that raw, deep, honest answer. What is your why? Uh, maybe it's, um, you know, the, the idea that uh, somebody uh, who wants to go on a vacation but doesn't have the, the health to go on a, a vacation. So maybe that's their impetus. Uh, do you want to spend more time playing with your kids or your grandchildren? You know, do you want to get back to playing your favorite sport? You know, little things like that. And, and what's the most important thing to you? And that's what the listeners have to focus in on. And, and once you do that, I still believe that this works 100% of the time, even if you failed in the past. And, uh, you know, so that's the thing. Once you understand your why, you'll be able to, to start. And even if it's, you know, hey, exercise four days a week without fail, even if it's only eight minutes. Uh, go for a you know, morning walk. 
you know, every single day, even if it's uh, snowing or, you know, mm-hmm. schedule workouts early Saturday morning, you know, with the trainer. So you know that, you know, your Friday nights have to be, you know, you're in bed early. Uh, so, you know, put your workouts on a calendar, right? Have your friend give you, you know, $50 of your money to a cause you hate every time you miss a workout. You know, mm-hmm. those little things that, that add up and you will have the impetus to change. And that's what we're doing. And, and it'll work. These are a lot of great illustrations, a lot of practical things to do. My challenge and Jamie's challenge to you is what are you going to do differently? How are you going to get more in the driver's seat? Or what kind of things did this just reaffirm? Maybe you are on a great program. Maybe you are lean. You're feeling great. You've stayed uh, away from the diabetes and the high blood pressure that have ravaged other people in your tribe, and your family, whatever. You want to keep being that example to other people. Tremendous. Jamie, I know a lot of folks want to take advantage of some more of the resources you have. You've got free videos, recipes, other things. You've also got a reasonably priced program that you call the 28-Day Size Down Program. They can get all that stuff at one website. Isn't that correct? It's, it's simple. It's exercisewithjamie.com. And, yes, you can get that, and uh, you won't be disappointed. Uh, you'll have me as your, your trainer. Uh, for 28 days, and uh, I can tell you I make it fun, I make it realistic, and, and you know, to me, uh, if you learn it, live it, lose it, you're going to love it. That is great, Jamie, and I, I promised I wouldn't tell anyone the cost of the program, not because you told me not to tell it. I just generally don't like to go uh, that direction, but I will say this much. It's a 28-day program. It is less than a dollar a day, right? I got that much right. Isn't that great? No, that's, that's Priceless. Yeah, that's tremendous. So, again, it's Exercise with Jamie, and his name is spelled J-A-I-M-E. If you've been wondering how to spell his last name, Brankus is B-R-E-N-K-U-S. So, uh, Jamie, it's just been great to have you on the show. I so appreciate what you've done over the years and just really sharing your enthusiasm and your practical insights with my listeners. David, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Listen, before we go... One last message. Someone's just teetering on the balance. Uh, Are they going to make some changes? What's that last word of encouragement you want to give them, Jamie? Well, I can tell you this. Go slow. You know, I I think if you're trying to bite off big chunks that aren't realistic, you're not going to succeed. You know, essentially we go from doing nothing to saying we're going to do everything. No, start off slow, Mm -hmm. and you're going to build on that daily victory, if you will. And, uh, you know, I can tell you this. If you do that, you get empowered, you get engaged in your program, and it will work. Even if you failed in the past, it works 100% of the time. Tremendous message. Jamie Brankus, a great guest. Hopefully you are motivated to make a different approach to your future as a result of today's show. For all of us at American Indian Living, I'm Dr. David DeRose wishing you the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.